This is an All Ears English IELTS episode. American or British English? Does it matter on the IELTS? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 7 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, but today is a special IELTS episode. We have Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, author of 12 test prep textbooks, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. We're here to help you get the score you need on your next IELTS exam. So let's get started. Hello, listeners. This is an All Ears English podcast. Did you understand that? I didn't. It was British English. Does it matter? Find out today on All Ears English IELTS. The best way to get the seven that you need on the IELTS is to know what the examiner wants on the speaking section. You can find out now if you go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation. You can get our downloadable cheat sheet for free. So go to allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Did you you say what's shaking? I said what's shaking. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's up? What's shaking? What's going on? Those are all good. (laughs) What's (laughs) happening? What's 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 happening, Jack? I I like what's happening. (laughs) All right. So, what's our topic today, Lindsay? Yeah, good question. Today we have an interesting topic. We've gotten some questions from some students about British versus American English when it comes to the IELTS exam, right? Yeah. So, um, if you do any research at all into the test that you're, you're going to spend money on to take, which I hope mm-hmm. you do some research, is uh-huh. that, um, it's obviously a British English test, right? It's made by Cambridge. Uh, university mm-hmm. and it's made by IDP Australia. So very mm. British Englishy. But, um, the fact is that IELTS is a global test now. It's used right. by, I, I am going to guess more American universities than maybe oh. British English universities oh, at that's this point. Interesting. So what are some of the questions that students have then regarding this British and American thing? Like what sure. are they wondering about specifically? Yeah. Yeah. So I think some students are worried about learning from an American English speaker because Maybe they won't get used to the British accent, right? So maybe Mm. like when they get to the listening test, they won't understand that British accent. Mm. And that's a valid question. That's a valid worry. Mm. Um, it, the IELTS test does use different accents. So on the listening test, you're not going to just hear British English. You're going to hear American English. Um, Indian English sometimes, mm. uh, Singlish, you know, Singapore English. <laughs> well, oh, interesting. I've never heard that, that far, term but... before. Interesting. Okay. Singlish, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Aussie and of course, British accents. Canada. Don't forget Canada. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Canadian accents for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think anybody that you learn with is going to benefit you and it's your responsibility in your own time to get used to other accents. So. Yes. Um, with all the podcasts out there and all the media, TV shows, movies, 
You can listen to any accent you want. You can get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just within the iTunes store, you can find a variety of podcasts that are made by different ESL entrepreneurs, right? So I could recommend our friend uh, Luke. Uh, Luke's English podcast is a great one. He is British. And that would be a great way if you're a regular All Ears English listener, you could add Luke's English podcast to get used to the British accent. That's a great idea. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. even, you know, Aussie English can be really difficult to understand sometimes because their their vowels are so round or broad, you know, Um, but it's Mm. just a matter of of putting in the time and, and listening to something like a podcast that hopefully has a transcript to follow. Um, and you'll get used to it. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, in short, it doesn't matter who is teaching you or what that accent is. You are going to hear a variety of accents on the test. <laughs> on the IELTS speaking section, the examiner is going to grade you on fluency and coherence. So what words should you avoid in this section? You can find out now. If you go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation, you can get our downloadable cheat sheet totally for free. Go to allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. So no need to discriminate when it comes to choosing your teacher. It's okay to work with (laughs) anyone (laughs) from any part of the world. Totally, Mm -hmm. totally. And um, at least for some of my students, they have said that learning from an American is sometimes easier because they already watch American movies and American TV shows. So they're already used to that accent. So in, Mm. in receiving the information, they might get more than if it's, you know, an unfamiliar accent. Okay, so they would absorb more if the information is obviously being given in English. They would be able to reap the benefits yeah. of that class a bit more. Yeah, totally, totally. Like, um, yeah, okay. so the other question is if students use like quote unquote American English on the speaking and writing test, would that hurt their score? Um, and the mm. answer is, of course not. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, listeners, there are not that many differences, you know, and Mm -hmm. if you go sentence by sentence, an American and a British person are going to say most things the same way. So and the differences aren't that important, right? We're saying the same thing. There might be a few vocabulary words here and there, but not enough to really make any difference in your general communication skills. Mm -hmm. Of course not. And, you know, as long as what you're saying or writing is correct in either British or American English, Mm -hmm. you know, spelling wise, you could use the you or not, um, you're Mm -hmm. you're going to be fine. You're not going to be marked down. So don't try to do anything different than what you're doing. I like it. That's very simple. So we can just move forward with the resources and the teachers that make us feel comfortable. Exactly. That kind of work for us, right? Because it's really more about getting that good preparation in. Exactly. Regardless of where your teacher is from or who yeah. built the course that you've purchased. Yeah, yeah, precisely. So just remember that English is a global language now and IELTS reflects that. So they use a lot of different accents. Um, and any, and English is becoming more one language than anything else, right? Americans mm-hmm. use British English now and vice versa. Sure. You know, yeah. lots of my British friends now say awesome, which they didn't used to do. So <laughs> really, that's so funny. I haven't heard that from too many British people, but I would love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's spreading. It's spreading. Oh, so. no. <laughs> 
scary. I know. It's both a good and bad thing, right? <laughs> but I guess it's a good thing for our listeners because more people will talk the same. It'll be easier to understand. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. I love it. <laughs> All right. This has been awesome, Lindsay. Yes. It has been awesome, hasn't it? <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. So the moral of the story is don't worry about where the accent is, where the accent is coming from, from your teacher or the course you've bought. Just go ahead and put in the time preparing for your exam. Be ready for it. It's all about your effort. Yeah. There we go. Thanks, Jessica, for hanging out today. My pleasure. Thank you, Lindsay. Have a wonderful evening. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye. If you believe in connection, not perfection, and you want to put your ears into English more often, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. And hey, if you liked today's show, please let us know with a review in iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.